Good morning. It's Monday, November 27th. Here's what we're working on. Hamas wants to extend its four-day humanitarian pause with Israel. A report just out shows the number of people using Ontario food banks is up 38%. And SAG-AFTRA has released full details of their new Hollywood contract. Here we are starting off a new week. How are things looking on the roads this Ooh, morning, the roads, roads are no problems mm. I think after all the precipitation that we had last night. I mean, so it really much rain last night. Did it ever. We had about eight millimeters throughout the evening, uh, but that has tapered off. So the roads are drying out. The problem is going to be the flurries. The flurries have settled in. We do have a little bit right now. They're fairly light. We could get some flurries as the day progresses. However, tomorrow is going to be a different story. Tomorrow, the lake effect machine is going to really kick in. Now, the horseshoe, maybe two, maybe four centimeters. That's about it for tomorrow. As you climb to Guelph and Kitchener, maybe 10 to 15, but all the way up to Barrie and Peterborough could get 25 to 35 centimeters of snow because of really uh, increased lake effect activity. This could be the first significant lake effect situation to the north of us. But for us today, just some flurries, but the temperature is going to fall from where we are right now, plus one to about minus one later when the wind is going to be strong as well. So that's the forecast as far as the traffic um, situation. As I said, just some wet roads still lingering, but otherwise looking pretty good. 403 water down road, nothing there to our MTO traffic cameras and just actually just a few Nikola Tesla Boulevard. So heading toward the Skyway Bridge away from us. Fine. Other side of the Skyway at North Shore looks good. Even Appleby line. Still some lingering construction through Mississauga, but we'll talk all about it. We'll look at the forecast and the traffic update coming up right now. The news. Okay, five people are dead after a weekend crash near Huntsville. Four teens from North York and Richmond Hill and a woman from Huntsville were killed. Huntsville OPP are asking for witnesses after the two SUVs crashed head on on Highway 60, not very far from Hidden Valley Road. No names have been released. Let's stay on the roads because a man's been charged in a deadly hit and run on the Stony Creek Mountain. This happened on Saturday nights around 1132 women who were passengers in an SUV were killed when the vehicle was hit by a driver of a pickup truck. It happened near Tapley Town and Highland Roads. Paramedics say one of the women killed was in her 50s, the other in her 60s. Two men in the SUV were taken to hospital. 36-year-old man in the truck has been charged with dangerous driving and failing to remain at the scene of a crash. A just-released hunger report shows food banks across Ontario are facing skyrocketing demand right now as more people struggle with the high cost of living. Simone Gavros joins us with more from Hamilton Food Share. Good morning, Simone. Hi, good morning, Annette. Yes, I'm here at Hamilton Food Share, where we're going to be speaking with the CEO later to hear more on what the city is seeing. But this report gives an in-depth look as to what is being seen in Ontario across the province. Now, the report says that more than 800,000 people turned to food banks between April 1st, 2022 and March 31st, 2023. That's up by 38% compared to last year. And this is the largest single year increase in food bank use ever recorded. Food banks saw nearly 5.9 million visits in that time frame, up by 36% compared to last year. Now, the report says that two out of five people were first-time users of food banks, and nearly 87% say the reason for their visits was because of the high cost of living. 
Now, CEO Carolyn Stewart of Feed Ontario says that this is a huge crisis in the province. Food bank use is reaching crisis levels here in Ontario, as well as across the country. Um, you know, we've seen our food banks across our network um, experience a lot of challenges and demand is starting to outpace capacity of the network. What this really tells us is that cost of living is just so out of reach for so many Ontarians and change needs to happen now to start turning the tide on this huge crisis. Now, members with Feed Ontario are going to be presenting their key findings at Queen's Park this morning on hunger in Ontario. Tim, I'll send things over to you. All right, thanks, Simone. Two business owners in Hamilton's Lock Street neighborhood say they're overwhelmed by community support after break-ins last week. Someone smashed the front door of Dundurn Market. This happened last Thursday night. A few blocks away, the same thing happened at Hammerhead's Fresh Fish. In both cases, no money was stolen, and in both cases, the owners feel compassion for whoever broke in, saying times are tough for everyone. After news of the break-in spread on social media, both businesses are seeing a remarkable response from customers trying to help them out. A potential fire hazard has prompted the recall of pre-lit artificial Christmas trees that were sold at Home Depot. It involves their home decorators collection, seven and a half foot Grand Duchess balsam fir. The trees are pre-lit with 5,000 color changing lights. Health Canada says there's a chance the control panel or electrical cord could overheat. Now, no injuries or incidents have been reported. Home Depot says nearly 890 of these trees were sold in Canada in November and October. And if you bought one, you can return it for a full refund. Pretty special train has arrived at the Royal Botanical Gardens in Burlington. This one's inside, surrounded by 2,500 plants. The botanical train has seven different lines of model train tracks journeying past Canadian landmarks made from plant materials. Botanical train exhibit is running at the RBG until January the 7th, and it's included in your regular admission. Dundurn Castle is ready for the holidays. Volunteers with the Garden Club of Hamilton have decorated the mid-19th century home of Sir Alan McNabb for a Victorian Christmas. The decorations will be up until December 24th with special evening tours available. You can take a look at the castle during the day from 12 to 4 in the afternoon. Well, the Milton Santa Claus Parade was yesterday. The theme this year, Christmas in the movies. The route traveled through downtown Milton, ending at the Milton GO station. Other than Santa himself, there's our CHCH community cruiser was there. There's Taz waving from inside. Milton Transit also involved. They were stuffing a bus with non-perishable donations for the Salvation Army Food Bank. And of course, the big star was Santa. And he noticed that one, uh, one person watching needed to add something to her Christmas wish list. This is the 90th annual Santa Claus Parade in Milton. Merry Christmas. Mary, you need jeans. I think you need jeans for Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. A 13-year-old story who was watching Santa go by when Santa noticed that her jeans were ripped and needed a new pair. Santa's got to be a dad, I think. Not sure if Santa knows, but this is the trend right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the kids are doing. Santa, 
It's called fashion. All right, <laughs> look it up. Uh, let's get into sports slice. <laughs> He's been wearing the same thing for how many years? Uh, listen, it's not easy to be a Buffalo Bills fan this season. They are a very, very talented team that has underwhelmed and found themselves in tough, in the rain against the best team in the league and the Eagles, and they lost in heartbreaking fashion again. This should be the pedigree of championship teams. Hurts, Hurts to the end zone, and the Eagles have won it in overtime. Yeah, Philly QB Jalen Hurts called his own number for the game-winning score in overtime as the Eagles. Come back to beat the Bills 37-34 to become the first 10-win team in the league to only one loss. It looked like Buffalo would win their seventh of the season, up three with 25 seconds left. But Philly kicker Jake Elliott booted a 59-yard field goal to force overtime. Bills fall to 6-6 six and six and outside the playoffs looking in. They have a bye week before heading to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs in week 14. And an OB to Scotty in the corner. Schroeder's green. Sure was a big bucket, Matt Devlin, but the Raptors' up-and-down season continued in Cleveland last night. Devin Schroeder did his best, scoring seven points in the final 95 seconds, including that three to pull Toronto within one. But down three in the final seconds, Gary Trent Jr. looking to tie things up, steps out of bounds to end at 105-102, the final for the Cavs. So Toronto falls to 8-9 this year. They are in Brooklyn tomorrow. Really good league. Hamra from the line, his drive, scores! It's his first as a Bulldog! Tomas Hamara scored the winner yesterday at the Civic Center as the Bulldogs won the weekend by beating uh, visiting Kingston Frontenacs 5-2. Hamara would add an assist in his eighth game since coming over from Kitchener earlier this season. Dogs have won 5-6 and on the ice again on Wednesdays they host Niagara. Ice Dogs struggling. They lost, <clears throat> excuse me, they lost their fifth straight, 6-2 okay? in Saginaw. I'm just upset they've lost five straight. <laughs> Nurse up the right hand side, all of a sudden three on one. McDavid walks in, shoots and scores. Yeah, don't look now. Oilers are heating up, led by who else? That guy. Connor McDavid after a tremendously slow start. Edmonton has won two straight, hammering Anaheim 8-2 last night. McDavid had a goal, four assists. This followed a four-point night on Friday. Cup champs from Vegas are in town tomorrow. Rashford face to face with Mikalenko. Dallow joining in from fullback. Dallow for Garnacho! Oh, wow! Oh, wow! Oh, wow is right. We finished from the Premier League. Witnessed the goal of the year. One of the best you will ever see. 19-year-old Alejandro Garnacho with the unreal bicycle kick in the third minute of Manchester United's win over Everton. That's going to be viewed for years to come. And has put the Argentine winger on the soccer map. Experts say it was the best overhead kick in the history of the game. <laughs> ah. All right, it's 11 minutes after 6 o'clock. It's Monday, 27th of November. Uh, we don't have any flurries at the moment, but we have had some flurries, so uh, take care on the roads as usual. Here's the 403 and Waterdown Road. That's our exclusive camera doing okay right now. As usual, this time of the morning to our MTO traffic camera. St. Catharines, QEW, Niagara. Uh, pretty easy going through there. Same with Nikola Tesla Boulevard. Really not a lot has changed. 403 Junction at Brant Street looks good. Same with the Ford plant all the way through Etobicoke Creek. No problems at the moment. Temperature right now, we are still on the plus side, although the temperature has been falling. The moon is full right now. About 4 o'clock in this morning, the moon was full, but we can't see a lot of it. It is still fairly bright, but it's mainly cloudy at the moment. Winds are strong. They're dying off a little bit right now. 
They were gusting to almost 40 earlier. Uh, air quality today, low risk category, no problems right there. For school today, some flurries are possible on and off throughout the day. Not accumulating flurries, that'll be tomorrow. Uh, but today, minus one, that's where the temperature is going. So temperatures are going to drop and we'll have a wind chill later on of minus nine because that wind is really going to pick up. West 30 gusting to 60 later on today. The problem with that wind, it's really going to kick in the lake effect machine to the north. North, the first significant lake effect. Uh, Barrie could get 25 to 35 centimeters. Same with Peterborough, the Kawarthas. Uh, even Guelph and Kitchener could get 10 to 15 centimeters, but that's tomorrow, but that's not for uh, the horseshoe. Uh, today, though, just a little bit of flurry activity. Temperature staying on the plus side for some areas, but that cold air is going to start to move in. So at least for Hamilton, temperature will fall to minus one. Uh, as I said, a bit of a wind chill later on as well. Tonight, minus three to minus seven. Minus seven, wind chill minus 15 overnight. It's going to be cold tonight. We'll get some flurries possible. And then tomorrow, the snow settles in. Well, it's not going to be heavy snow for the horseshoe. I mean, it'll be flurries, but we could accumulate two to four centimeters. Temperature zero to minus two, minus three for Guelph and Kitchener. Blowing snow and snow squalls. Snow squall watch in effect for Guelph and Kitchener. But yeah, two to four centimeters at least around the horseshoe. So out the door this morning, uh, no flurries at the moment, although we have had some. It is mainly cloudy. It is windy. And the temperature still on the plus side at plus one. Long range coming up. Manette, Tim. We, I think we already heard from you, Emily, yes. during Brad's <laughs> report <laughs> during gasp at the snow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what about okay. in chit chat? What have you got coming up? Well, Paris Hilton welcomes baby number two. Surprise! Just happens like that with her. Uh, we'll talk about why she decided to go with a surrogate twice. Coming up at Chit Chat. Didn't she just have a baby not that long ago? She did. Ago? Okay. Yes. She did. She That's... doesn't have the same gestation period because oh, she's okay. not having them. Ah, I Surrogates. see. Right. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you at the couch in a little bit then. I'll okay. Be there. Coming up after the break, one of Canada's major grocers has officially avoided a strike. Honda urging a huge recall for seatbelt defects. And even high inflation won't stop a sale. 616 on your Monday morning in overseas trading. The Canadian dollar up six basis points to 73.27 cents US. Gold is up almost $12. Crude oil is down $1.31 to $74.23 a barrel. Checking midday trading in Europe. Markets are down right now in London, Frankfurt and Paris. Off to Asia we go. Markets are down in Tokyo, Hong Kong and Shanghai. North American markets wrapped up the trading week last week. Nothing too substantial. Well, it was a half day on uh, Wall Street. Dow Jones up uh, triple digits. Let's see how they do when we start a new week on this Monday, November the 27th. Workers at 17 no-frill stores in Ontario have voted in favour of their new collective agreement. That includes the no-frills in Niagara Falls. Their union, Unifor, says the deal gives them another $3.20 and $4.50 an hour by the end of the contract. It also includes a new benefit program for part-time workers. Unifor had reached an agreement with no-frills owner Loblaw last week. Honda has issued a recall for select 2023 and 2024 Accords and HRV models due to a missing piece in the front seatbelt pretensioners, possibly increasing injury risks during a crash. So Honda and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration released the notices earlier this week that state the pretensioners could be missing a rivet that secures the quick connector and wire plates. Ultimately, that means passengers might not be restrained properly in the event of a crash. 
with more than 300,000 Accords and HRVs potentially affected. Well, the numbers are in from Black Friday in the country where it all started, the United States. Several reports so holiday sales on Friday set records both in-store and online. One report from Sensormatic Solutions found traffic in brick-and-mortar stores was up 4.6% compared with last year. Another group, Adobe Analytics, reported a record 9.8 billion dollars U.S. in online sales online sales on Black Friday. That's a 7.5% jump from last year, and analysts are expecting Cyber Monday, which is today, may generate up to $12 billion in sales. That would set a new record. Okay, so despite those Black Friday numbers, Canadian banks could offer more evidence this week that points towards an economic slowdown. Analysts expect the fourth quarter results from the big six banks will show lower earnings, more money set aside to cover bad loans, and hints of rising mortgage strain. Economic growth has rolled to a near standstill over the last several months after the Bank of Canada raised its key interest rate to 5%. The managing director of BDO's Capital Advisory Services says the pace of lending growth in the third quarter was about half what it was a year ago. Well, it was down slightly from the previous quarter. Newly unsealed legal complaints show that Facebook parent Meta deliberately engineered its social platform to hook children in. The complaint also alleges the company knew and didn't disclose that it had received millions of complaints about underage users on Instagram, but only acted on a fraction of those accounts. Complaints been described in reports in the Wall Street Journal and New York Times. The document originally made public a month earlier in redacted form was the opening shot in a lawsuit filed by the attorney generals of 33 states. Meta says the complaint misrepresents its work. Well, meanwhile, Russia's interior ministry has added the spokesman of Meta to a wanted list. This is according to an online database. Andy Stone's inclusion on this list comes weeks after Russian authorities classified Meta as a terrorist and extremist organization. The move opens the way for possible criminal proceedings against Russian residents using its platforms. The Interior Ministry's database does not give details of the case against Stone, stating only that he is wanted on criminal charges. Okay, we're going to take a quick break right now. Brian's going to be back with your traffic and seven-day forecast. Oh, something's coming. Ooh. Yep, Monday again, 623, 27th of November. Uh, we're looking at traffic, first of all, for uh, QEW and Ontario Street. This is going through St. Catharines. You can see both directions are doing fine here. Slow now as you come off the Skyway Bridge going past North Shore Boulevard, really starting to grind down. And yeah, there are some flurries. You can see the little bit of droplets on the camera there. Same here for Appleby Line. So, oh yeah, be careful this morning. Uh, some areas getting some heavier flurries. Lorne Park looks good traffic-wise. Same with the 403 going through Burnham Thorpe. Nothing to talk about right there. Temperatures right now, we are still on the plus side. That's going to change later on. One for Hamilton Grimsby, two Mississauga, three for Toronto. Seasonals this time of year? Well, four for the daytime high. We beat that yesterday. And temperatures falling throughout the day today and minus three for the overnight. Those are our sun times and records. And yep, 
We could get some flurries today for uh, the first spell for school. We should be sitting around zero, so the temperature will fall from where we are right now at plus one, uh, minus one for after school, and again, some flurries. So that's where the temperature is going today, minus one. We could have a wind chill of minus nine later on because that wind is going to be strong today. West 30 to 60, uh, possible flurries. Tonight, minus seven, wind chill minus 15, so yeah, it's going to be cold. And then tomorrow, the horseshoe could get two to four centimeters, lots more more as you head toward the north. I keep giving Barry as an example. Sorry, Barry, 25 to 35 centimeters of snow in Barry. Uh, zero and some flurries Wednesday. Sunny skies, whatever snow we'll get, pretty well gone on Thursday with a five degree high. Then showers Friday and looks like a bit of sunshine, at least for Saturday. That's your forecast. And that, Tim. All right. Let's get to this because a U.S. Customs officer has seized a counterfeit of a rare watch shipped from India that was heading to Palm Beach, Florida. Mm -hmm. So it's a Richard Mill 88 Smiley watch, and it's mm. highly sought after because only 50 of them exist. They're worth nearly four million dollars U.S. a piece. Well, the real one. So oh. U.S. Customs officers confiscated this fake one in Cincinnati. They say they knew it was a fake because of the packaging, the lack of fine details in it, and because it arrived uninsured. Watches and jewelry are the most commonly counterfeited items that are seized by U.S. Customs. The day after officers seized this fake Richard Mill watch, they confiscated another shipment of fake watches worth nearly $900,000. It looks like a kid's it watch. Looks, that's exactly what I'm thinking about. I'm like, yeah, my kid would love that. How much is the fake one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Squeeze that one. Oh, would you look at the time? Oh, look, look at, at that. that time. Look at that. Oh, oh, look at my heart rate. Oh, wow. <laughs> Am I stressing you out? Yeah, no, no. Very relaxed. <laughs> See you in a couple minutes.